for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Yeah, man, beats are lottery tickets. You know, like every every new beat you make is lottery tickets, straight up. It's an opportunity to make money. Your odds of winning increase based on the more material you have as a producer, you know what I'm saying? So, it's true. Uh, when am I coming to Austin? I'm planning a trip out there, man. Like, you guys have seen my my posts. I'm trying to do this uh, Pass the Aux event. Like, I'm trying to take it to every major city. So, um, you know, we're announcing actually tomorrow or Friday, definitely before the end of this week, I'm announcing more cities. Um, I'll just tell you guys right now. I'm coming to Toronto. I'm coming to Baltimore. And I'm coming to Philly. Uh, so, Philly, Baltimore, Toronto, past the Aux. I'm coming in, in October. Um, get ready. You know, the more successful you become, the more open minded you should be, the more people you know. The more resources you have, the more opportunities you have. And so it's really a matter of taking advantage of all of those opportunities and um, just building your network. Like every year, the reason why I'm outdoing myself every year with more placements and more opportunities and blah, 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 is because like my, my work ethic is kind of like increasing every year and every every new milestone that i reach every success that i have increases my chances of having more success so it's just like a snowball effect of success that happens as long as i stay hungry and as long as i'm still working and i don't get lazy or i don't you know like become like no longer become interested in like producing music or success then like the momentum stops but like I'm fucking hungry, man. I'm just as hungry as you guys, maybe even hungrier. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I, I take every day like it's day one. Like, I treat every, every day like I have no placements. I treat every day like I have no followers on Instagram. Like, I'm building from scratch. You know what I'm saying? So like, the, the, the hunger in me is what keeps me going. And some people can't keep up. Some people bow out early. Some people have their own, you know, situations, which is fine, um, and their own shit that they have to deal with. I have shit I have to deal with too, but I've made it a point to make sure that nothing stops me from uh, doing what I have to do and attaining success, and um, no one out there can stop me.
the only person that can stop me is me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just getting started, guys. You know, I, some of you guys call me OG, and I appreciate that. But I ain't no OG, man. I don't feel like one. I'm just getting, I'm just getting warmed up. I'm literally getting warmed up, guys. Like, there's levels to this shit. You know, like, whatever success I've attained now is cool, but, like, it's not enough. For me, it'll never be enough. Like, I'm just a fucking hard worker, and uh, I love the art of music production, and uh, I get a high from it. And, and I love giving back, and that's why I do a lot of that, because it's just part of my, it's integrated into my lifestyle. And I just want to be around like-minded people. And that's what keeps me going. I'm just wondering, like, as an artist, like, how do you approach networking, and how do you like approach making the connections that lead to like some of your biggest collaborations, like, you know, love yours? You know what? It's all instinct, really. At the end of the day, it's all instinct. It's like when I'm when I'm going around and I'm like meeting people, I'm not like going out of my way to say, okay, like, I want to like network with you, right? It's more just like being around like-minded people and going to certain functions that I know I'll have a high likelihood of like meeting other people that are like me. And then just kind of like being a human, like a regular human being, like just meeting people and talking to them like another human. <laughs> and uh, just getting to know them in that angle, you know? So like, I don't know, I just think it's important to approach everything organically and not be too concerned with like, you know, okay, like I want to like find this kind of person or like meet this kind of person because then you'll just like not find them, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think just being open and being yourself, you know, like being, being a good person and like not being a dick and like knowing how to talk to people, those are all things that you kind of like learn over the years, the more you do it. So, you know, I mean, when I first started, I was like super shy, didn't really know like how to approach people like, oh, like I make beats and you're a rapper, like how do I, how do I like begin the conversation of like wanting to work with you, right? So it's just all stuff that you learn throughout, throughout you know, doing it more often. So, um, yeah, man, just be yourself. That's the big, that's the big one. Just be you, you know? It's like us talking now. It's like, yeah. we're just regular, regular people talking, right? Um, yeah, so, how, how have your um, experiences with networking been? Like, are you, what, what, what are some things that you're kind of like focusing on or? Right now, it's finding places to perform, I guess. Okay. Or making connections with you know, promoters and venues. So, like, what I do, and I also just love to do, like, I, I guess, like, it's something I love to do is just go to underground concerts and right. see kind of immerse myself in that culture. And I've met a lot of cool people through that, like, just, you know, people who like music too. Right. So, yeah, like, Right now we do a lot of events. It's kind of weird because like we're all on campus during the year, so we throw a lot of events on campus. But mm -hmm. We're trying to figure out how to like branch out, you know, into the cities, right? Things like that. But as far as that, like me, I personally just like go to all the events I can. Yeah. Enjoy them. Yeah. No, you're doing the right thing. That that's what you should be doing. One hundred percent. Like, um, start local and just like you said, just like create uh, like a small community 
around you and around people you know and then just start from there and build from there. I mean, everyone's done it. I do it, like, you know, Pharrell does it, he did it, like all of us do it, you know? Just find people that are at your level and then start, you know, synergy with those people. You know, it's, it's not like, it's not always about trying to like find people more successful than you necessarily I mean it's good to do that but focusing on like the parallel is really really crucial yeah because think about it like how many how many um like on campus or whatever like in the past year let's say right 12 months how many um how many people have you met that you're like still like in touch with like whether they're a musician or an artist or like how many would you say how, like give me a number artists. yeah like artists or like like-minded kind of similar level similar aspirations how you doing man what's your name Paul, nice to meet oh, you, man. Eugene. Nice to meet you, Eugene. Frank. Frank, nice to meet you. They're here too. Say what's up. What's up, Kian? Yeah. Paul, Eugene, Frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kian, nice to meet you guys. Um, if you wanna, in my opinion, like if your if your goal is to just like produce music and be able to like access different chord progressions, I would, in my opinion, I would say, don't focus too much on like songs. That's kind of how I learn, like by ear. Like song structure. Yeah, like like learning how to play a specific song, and then knowing those chord progressions, and then like rearranging them into my own thing, kind of, you know. So, but obviously, if you know how to read notes, that's yeah. that's great. Like, it's just it's just better that way, you know. But yeah. Any questions? Shoot, I'm here to answer anything. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, this summer is like basically the first summer I've been actually like selling beats and things like mm. that. So I'm kind of curious, how do you approach like selling exclusive beats versus like leasing? Or like how do you feel about leasing? Because I'm trying to figure out like the best way basically to maximize the amount of money I Yeah. Like I feel like I deserve. So we, we have a, at, come on, <laughs> you know this, we have a whole episode on our podcast about this. And it's like it's like kind of controversial subject because I have a, I have a very strong opinion about it, but I do think that every person is in their own sort of like situation based on their life. So I would say try everything, right? Like definitely like sell beats, like do the beat leasing thing, try it out, make a little bit of money. Uh, maybe you'll meet some people along the way. Um, but then also start working on, you know, like really developing artists and saying, you know what, like, um, I don't want your money. Like, let's just work and build because I believe in you. And then you can sort of balance those two together. For me personally, I started doing more of like selling beats, right? I was just like $50 here, 500 here, 200 here. And it was enough for me to just like keep making beats and keep going but then i discovered that like selling beats to struggle rappers really enough for me you had a good like infographic i think with the beat maker versus producer. yeah yeah and and you know that's that's just like i didn't have enough space to really <laughs> explain like what that meant there's no right or wrong it's really just what do you want to do right like my brain is wired to only work with people i fuck with like i don't i can't really take your money because I don't want you to fuck my beat up. 
right? And so that's how my, that's how my, that's just me. That's how I'm wired, right? So like, at this point, 2017 ill mind, there's no amount of money that can make me want to work with you. Like literally no amount of money. Um, but that's different, you know, 18 year old ill mind, where it's like, fuck yeah, give me a hundred bucks and take my beat, I don't care what you do with it. Like, doesn't matter, I need the money. So. There's no right or wrong. It's really just where where are you in life? Like, how much are you willing to give? How much are you are you wanting to make? And just kind of balancing it that way. But I think eventually, if you're really serious about production, you eventually have to do away with the stroke fifty dollar beat, and you're eventually going to have to be on this side, developing artists. Um, you know, investing in people long term as opposed to just like making money now. Um, that's just the reality of it, you know. Atlas, what do you think? I mean, you're. Well, as, as far as what? What's the question? Just like be like selling leasing beats versus developing yeah. artists. Okay. I think um, I think you hit it on the head. I think you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be able to start by getting all the A-list guys. You got to start locally. Go to open mics, you know, internet, whatever, find artists, you know, sell you a little, make your little hustle, but eventually, like you said, it's just gonna become a transaction. You're just gonna take their money, you're not gonna post it, you're not yep. gonna do any of that stuff, so why not fuck with artists that you will post their stuff and you will feel, you know, honored to show people your work, and then they'll be doing the same. So it's helping both sides. At the end yeah. of the day. The key really to like pulling that off is quantity. Right? People talking about like quantity versus quality and all that. I mean it's both. It's like quantity and quality. If you can get to that point, that's great. Like just as an example, your question, let's say let's say your output of like making beats, you're making one beat per day. That's and five days a week, right? So that's 20, 20 beats per month. So every month you have 20 beats. So out of those 20 beats, 10 of those beats you're selling for $100, 500, whatever it is, like to struggle rappers. I hate calling them struggle rappers. It's fucked up, man. They hate me, yo. They hate me. That's why they don't come up to me anymore. They're like, it ain't fuck with me, man. But yeah. So, but fuck it. 10 of those struggle rappers, and then the other 10 you're keeping in a special folder for like singers, rappers that you really, really like. And then you're kind of divvying up your your work that way. But imagine if you made 100 beats in a month. That's way more content to work, be able to work with, and also a much higher chance of success. Every beat you make is a lottery ticket. Literally, right? Every single beat has potential to make money or accrue publishing or be a, a, you know, obviously like a mega hit or a smash record. Every track we make has potential. So the more you have, the higher your chances of success. So that's just the reality of it. Like what Kanye said, five beats a day for three summers. Shit is true. That's very convenient right now. <laughs> you still can hear me, right? Okay. Um, yeah, so output, Qua quantity, quality, the whole, all that shit matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You broke it into like uh, a lot of, like you were mentioned revenue streams earlier. How, how important as a producer, like, 
I think you you were known for your craft. Like I said, you were king of the sample drop for me. Like the sample beats and the drops you definitely were like most crazy creative. Thank you, to man. This day probably. Thank like, you. Joe Budden called you out on. Uh, yeah, he did. Trouble, rightfully so. Yeah. My Virgo brother right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how important now do you think like to stand out as a producer? Do you think it like contributes to your craft? Doing like I've seen uh, your platinum group on yeah. Facebook and yep. things like that. Like. How much attention needs to go towards those, you know, of your personal time versus like continuing to cultivate your craft? Like, what's that split like now compared to when you were maybe just the beat maker? You right. Know, selling beats like you know what? None of none of it is like consciously strategic. It's all, all of the shit is kind of like lumped into one category, which is just like fun, right? We're talking about fun. Like, fun has been like mm -hmm. the subject, the topic of conversation for the past like couple months, but. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's fun to me, and I know I'll meet good people, then I'm doing it. So like, yes, I'm gonna be at home making beats by myself, but I'm also gonna work with musicians, and I'm also gonna like do random meet and greets, and I'm also gonna spend three hours every Thursday to record my podcast every week. And then I'm gonna create content, release content, and then I'm gonna work on drum kits, and then I'm gonna work on beat thread and different platforms. It's all stuff that's fun to me. And I'm not really thinking about how I'm branding at all, right? So I'm not really conscious of like, how much should I balance doing this as opposed to this? It's all just amazing. It's like, fuck yeah, I wanna do that. Fuck yeah, I wanna do that. So in doing that, I kind of like set my life up to where every day is just fun. No matter, like regardless of like what I'm doing, it'll be enjoyable. Right, and like the feeling of doing this is the same feeling I get when I'm home composing melodies and creating beats or working with the artist. It's, it fires off the same like endorphins, right? They call them endorphins. Like they just keep firing for me, man. Like, but I, I made it in that way to where I'm positioning myself to make sure that always happens, right? And so in doing that, again, if you're a struggle rapper, and I don't fuck with you, like, I'm not gonna, I can't work with you. I can't do my job as a producer if, if, if I don't get goosebumps from your music. I just can't, right? That's, the, that's, that's how you unlock greatness, right? Like, really being inspired by the person. That's how we produce the best music we can. I think, I just really, really believe that that's a good philosophy to follow. Like, every, person that calls you should be oh shit word was good not like oh this <laughs> voicemail fuck oh they're texting me damn i don't want to talk to that person i don't want to talk to that struggle rapper because they want more beats from me and they're annoying like i just don't think that's that's a good life to live especially if you're a musician so yeah it's about good energy Good energy got, is everything. I that. Something that a lot would be like, like you're saying, it'd just be a lot of projects I was working on that my heart really wasn't in it, and I wasn't able to recognize that until some time had passed. It like, yeah. felt like it took a toll on me. Like my, what I was producing was affected by it for sure. Even on my own time, like where I would have good energy, and yeah. still being kind of drained by that other half where it's like a bunch of stuff I'm just doing for, for the money. For the money. And, you know, yeah. and don't get me wrong, like the stress of that is better than like washing toilets. Mm -hmm. Right? Like yeah. hell, hell yeah, yeah fucking yeah. give me fifty dollars. Yeah, any day of the week. Any day of the week like selling beats and working with people you don't want to work with is always gonna be better than 
fill in the blank, whatever else. So that's the plus. But you don't want to do that for the rest of your life. You just don't. You're, and if you want to be great and you really are passionate about music, you're going to get to a point where you're going to realize, yo, like, what am I doing? Like, people don't really know me. I'm not really, like, making the music I want to make. My leg, I haven't really built up my legacy yet. Like, I want to work with people that inspire me. At some point, you got to cut that off. It's, it's almost like, um, I think we talked about this on the podcast. It's almost like, uh, you know, like the nightlife industry, right? Like being a, a server or a bartender, it's like the money is amazing, but like it's for the money, right? It's literally for the money. So you're doing it, if you're doing it for the money, that's good. But then at some point you want to balance that with the passion too. 